the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christian Hour. Thanks for joining us tonight. We are here in studio. We're here to seek God. Shouldn't we all be seeking the Lord in these times of stress and anxiety and everything that's going on in this country, in the world? We should all be seeking God. Let's open the program by seeking Him right now. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you give us peace in the midst of the storm, in the middle of chaos, what seems to be chaos, Lord, because to you it's not chaos. Everything is going just as you've seen it would go, and you're in control of it all, Lord. So we give you the praise and the honor for all that you do, for all that you, for who you are, Lord. So we thank you, Lord. And I ask, Lord, a blessing upon tonight's program, a blessing on each and every listener, each and every caller. Lord, that needs would be met tonight, that prayers would be answered, Father, that hearts would be touched by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Lord, that we would come into your presence, feel your Holy Spirit in our life, and be blessed of you, Father. So again, I pray your blessing upon each and every listener, each and every caller, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, take over. Amen. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here in studio, and we're here to take your calls. We're here to pray. We're here to seek the Lord with you and for you on your behalf. We're here to answer questions. We're here to preach the gospel. We're here to proclaim the glory and love and awesome work of Jesus Christ. So if any of these things move you in a way that you want to call, If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, I invite you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. You know, the Bible tells us that when we pray, he hears us. That when we seek him, we find him. If you want to seek the Lord tonight, if you need help seeking the Lord tonight, if there's a, a situation in your life that you need to put before the Lord and you want to ask for prayer? No, that's why we're here. That's our purpose here at the Gypsy Christian Hour, 
is to seek God with you, for you, on your behalf. So would you call in tonight if you need prayer? If there's something going on in your life that you need God to change, that you need God to heal. You know, uh, there are usually three three things that we need to pray for. Our spiritual life, there, you know, there are three areas, I should say. Spiritual, our spiritual life, spiritually. You know, if your relationship with the Lord isn't so good, and it's not because of God, it's usually because we've done something or we, we've got into some uh, situation where we feel far from the Lord. If you're feeling far from the Lord right now for whatever reason, it doesn't take much to get back into his good grace. It's repentance and seeking God. If there's a spiritual situation in your life where you need help praying and seeking the Lord, talking to him, call in tonight. If there's a physical situation in your life, if there's a sickness or illness that you want to put before the Lord, call in tonight. If there's a financial situation in your life, if your finances, you know, if you're hurting financially, you know, the, the Bible says that God delights in the prosperity of his people. So we can pray for our finances, about our finances. But I want to encourage you with a scripture that I I, I often, often quote here at the Gypsy Christian Hours. Jeremiah 29, it starts in the 11th verse. It says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me, with all your heart. Fourteenth verse says, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So we can have that confidence to know that when we seek him with all our heart, we're going to find him. He says, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. But it takes prayer. It takes coming to him in prayer. So if you need prayer, or if you know somebody, you know, you can stand in the gap for that person. You know, we're going to stand in the gap for some people in just a few minutes. We've got a prayer list of people that are asking for prayer. And David, uh, I have a, a, a prayer request up on the board. David needs prayer for a healing from allergies. We're going to pray for David and some other people that I have here on the list. So we're going to stand in the gap for some people. How about you? Do you want to stand in the gap for somebody? Is the Lord putting, reminding you right now somebody who needs prayer, somebody who needs healing, somebody who needs uh, a, a release from addiction, you know, uh, a, an alcohol addiction, a drug addiction, a gambling addiction, a pornography addiction. Those chains have been broken from the cross. The same way that Jesus freed us from the power of sin, he's freed us from the power of addiction. We don't have to be enslaved to sin or enslaved to addiction. We just need to access the power of the cross and the power that there is in helping each other. So call in tonight at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the on-the-air calls. Yes, we're here in studio. When you call in tonight, 
you're going to hear you're going to talk to a live person and and, and they're going to take your name and let me know who you are and you're going to talk to me on the radio right here and we're going to pray we're going to pray for your need or if you have a question we're going to answer your questions or try to answer your questions so if you have a question about christianity about uh world religions if you have a question on doctrine or theology or church culture, whatever is on your mind tonight, whatever question is on your mind tonight, you know, let's see if we can answer it. Let's see if, if we can find the answer in the Bible. The Bible is the Bible's full of answers. You know, Jesus is all over the Bible, and he is the answer to most of our questions. He's definitely the answer to every one of our problems. So if you have a question about Christianity, about the Bible, about Scripture, doctrine, theology, religion, the cults, the occult, whatever, call in tonight at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls for your prayer requests, Bible questions, praise reports, whatever. whatever. If, even if you just want to make a comment on something. You know, keep it on, you know, on, 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 on the Bible or religion, you know, whatever is your desire to talk about tonight, whatever is on your mind tonight, call in numbers 888-995-5552. Well, today is Sunday, uh, February 11th, and it's a big day today, of course, because it's the Lord's Day. No, I'm not, no it's not a big day because of the Super Bowl. It's a big day because of... The Lord's Day. It's the day that Christians, believers, gather together as the body of Christ to gather in, his, in, in a building, let's say in a church. You know, we, we call the, 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 the building the church, but really we are the church. We are the church. We are the body of Christ. And we gather together to, to worship, to worship the Lord as the body, together in one place. So make sure church is a part of your Sunday. Be in your local church. You know, if you don't have a church that you're currently uh, attending, if you need a church, I'll help you find a church. But make sure as Christians, as the body of Christ, you gather with other Christians. You know, the church is your family. It's a community. And it's there for a reason. Jesus left the church on the earth to help each other. And the church is a great help. So support your local church because your church, local church supports you. Really, he left he left the church to support us as a body. So get into church whatever time your church is having service. Don't let the Super Bowl interfere in your services. So if you have a church, great. Go. If you don't have a church, uh, I'd be happy to to recommend a church in your area. Uh, all you have to do is email me. It's Sammy NLA. That's S-A-M-M-Y-N as in Nancy L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. That's Sammy N-L-A dot K-K-L-A at gmail.com. Let me know what area you live in, and uh, I'll uh, recommend at least one or two churches uh, that I know of that I can recommend uh and you can go and visit, and hopefully you know, you'll find a church. Okay, well, 
Uh, we're going to pray for some people right now. Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah, we're going to pray for some people. We're going to pray for for many. Uh, many had some bad news this uh, this week, but we're going to believe the report of the Lord. And we're going to pray for Jr. We're going to pray for Joey and Nicole. And then we're going to pray for Steph. Steph needs prayer for health, finances, and relief from stress. Amen. We also want to pray for uh, uh, someone who identifies himself as I Love Purple. And we're going to pray for their health and their finances and to know their purpose here on earth. And, of course, we're going to pray for David, uh, healing from allergies. So, Father, we come before you, Lord, seeking and desiring your perfect will, seeking and desiring your hand to move upon these who have asked for prayer. Lord, I pray for many, Father, that you would heal him miraculously, Lord. Lord, they've tried so many things, chemotherapy, radiation, but Lord, you're the healer. So I pray, Father, that you would heal many. Heal Jr. from cancer, Lord. Let your grace and your mercy be upon him, Father. Lord, that he would realize the touch of, of your hand to heal him, Lord. I pray for Adamianka, another one to be healed from cancer, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I praise you for your your power and your ability. And I pray that you would reach down from heaven and t- touch these three and more, all who have cancer, Lord. Lord, that cancer would be a thing of the past. Lord, I pray your healing. Lord, I pray for, for Joey and Nicole, for your perfect will to be accomplished in their life. I pray Jeremiah twenty nine eleven over their life, Lord, that you would fulfill your plans for them, Father, that you would fulfill the desires of their heart as they seek you, Lord. And I pray for Steph. I pray for health and for finances, that you would help Steph recover, Lord, from sickness and, Lord, from from whatever financial problems she's in, Lord. Lord, I pray for this person who identifies himself as I Love Purple, again, for health and finances. Lord, for, for you to reveal your purpose for them here on earth. And, Lord, I pray for David. Lord, he needs healing from allergies. So I pray, Lord, that your hand would be upon him, Father, and that you would cure him and heal him, Lord, from every allergy, whatever is going on in his life, Lord. We pray all of this, Lord, for your glory, that you would receive glory through these healings, through the through the answered prayer, lifted up to you in faith. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We're a live program here in studio, and we're here to pray. So if you want to call in tonight, if you need prayer, or you know somebody needs prayer, or you have a question about the Bible or something, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Well, I mentioned earlier that if you needed a church, I'd help you find a church, and you just have to email me and let me know where you live. But you can also email me with your prayer requests. We'll pray during the week. We'll pray for for your need, and then we'll pray here on the radio. You can also email me your questions, and I'll answer them here on the radio. 
So um, I have some things from the internet, from 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 the uh, uh, from our email, and uh, the first thing is uh, they're asking for a good Bible-based church, and their zip code is nine zero two three two. Well, I'll have to look up the the zip code, and it's Culver City. And immediately, of course, uh, knowing that they live in Culver City, if you live in Culver City, there's a great church right near you on La Cienega Boulevard. It's called Core Church LA, Pastor Steve Wilburn. They're right on La Cienega, literally, I mean, right off the freeway. I mean, if you get off the 10 freeway on La Cienega and you go north, you're going to see Core Church uh, right there across the street from Kaiser Permanente. I have been there so many times. I've known Pastor Steve for many, many years. He's a great guy, a great preacher. Uh, he loves the Lord, and he and, and he just loves ministering to all the people there. So if you're in Culver City, uh, I recommend Core Church very highly. Uh, they're right on La Cienega. Uh, right off the 10 freeway, across the street from Kaiser Permanente. So get out to Core Church. Uh, also, uh, you know, if you want to go a little further, uh, another church you can go to, it's a little further, it's down in Inglewood, another church I've been to a few times, Faithful Central Bible Church, uh, Pastor John Paul. There are four, it's 400 West Florence Avenue in the city of Inglewood, it's Bishop Ulmer's old church. Uh, Bishop Ulmer uh, retired not too long ago. But uh, Faithful Central Bible Church in Inglewood, uh, if that's better for you. But I would recommend, first of all, of course, because it's so much closer to you, and I've known Pastor Steve for so long, Court Church, L.A. Uh, people are great. Uh, you'll love it. Uh, it, it I, can't say, I can't say enough about Pastor Steve and Court Church. So get out there. Uh, right on La Cienega off the 10 freeway. Another thing is uh, I have a, a listener that's asking about gambling. Is gambling a sin? Uh, well, the Bible doesn't address gambling uh, directly, so the Bible doesn't call gambling a, a sin, but the Bible warns against the love of money and the get-rich-quick schemes. If you look up First Corinthians and callers, um, BJ, Manuel, Henry, Pastor Green, please keep holding on. I'll get to your calls as soon as I uh, get finished with the, the emails. Uh, so here, does the Bible say that gambling is a, sin, is a sin? You know, the Bible doesn't directly deal with gambling, but the principle about gambling is dealt with. Uh, if you look up First Corinthians, First uh, Corinthians eight one through five, let's talk about that. It's talking about it says, uh, not concerning things sacrificed to idols, knowing that we have knowledge. Knowledge makes arrogant, but love edifies. If anyone supposes that he knows anything, he has not yet known as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, he is known by him. Therefore, concerning the eating of things sacrificed to idols, we know that there is no such thing as an idol in the world, and there is no such, and there is no God but one God. 
For even if there are so-called gods, whatever is in heaven and earth is indeed there are many gods and many lords. Yet for us there is but one God. It's just saying they're false gods. There are false gods all over the place. Uh, it says that yet for us there is but one God, the Father from whom all things come and we exist for him. The Lord, the one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom all things and we exist through him. However, not all men have this knowledge, but some being accustomed to the idol until now eat food as it were sacrificed to idols, and their conscience being weak is defiled. But food will not commend us to God. We are neither the worse if we eat or do not eat. But take care, listen to this, take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if someone sees you, you who have knowledge, dining in idol's temple, will not this will not his conscience, if he is weak, be, be strengthened to eat things sacrificed to idols? For through your knowledge, he who is weak is ruined. The brother for whom... Well, basically what it's saying is that we need to be an example. We need to be an example to less mature or or, 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 or or weaker Christians. You know, if a Christian is gambling and a, a weaker Christian, if, if your conscience doesn't bother you about gambling and then a weaker Christian sees you gambling, it could take him into ruin. So the Bible is telling us to be careful with our, 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 our witness, our testimony. So that's one principle. But look at Proverbs 13.11. And this should just seal it for you. Proverbs thirteen eleven says this. Let me get to it here. Wealth obtained by fraud dwindles, but the one who gathers by labor increases it. Now, this is uh, the New American Standard, but in the New Living it says, wealth from get-rich schemes quickly disappears. Did you hear that? Wealth from get rich by wealth from get rich quick schemes quickly disappears. So the money that you might win it's not blessed. It's get rich quick. The Bible doesn't encourage you to look for get rich quick schemes and gambling is just that. It says that by the one who gathers by labor it increases. Work with your hands. Do work. Do service. That's how the Lord wants to bless you, by working, not by get-rich-quick schemes. And that's the whole basis behind gambling, get-rich-quick. You know, put a dollar down and pick up two. Put a dollar down and pick up ten. It's not going to work. God is not blessing. God has not blessed gambling. So... Be careful that you protect your testimony, your witness, and you know, you know, I work too hard to squander my money gambling. It's not worth it. It's just not there. You know, those gambling casinos, they're not there for the out of the goodness of their heart to make you rich. They're out there to take your money. So Proverbs thirteen eleven. And 1 Corinthians 8, 1 through 15, I hope that helps you understand that uh, gambling is not for a Christian. Definitely not from the Lord. 
Uh, they also want to know uh, how, uh, says, I also want to learn how to pray and fast properly. Well, there are many ways to fast. You know, you can fast without eating anything for the entire day. You can fast from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You know, the, the basic function of fasting is depriving your, your body of food and using that time to pray. You know, the way to pray and fast is just there. It's, it's, it's there. It's, 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 it's simple. You fast and you pray. And it's not like, well, Lent, like I won't eat meat or I won't eat this or I won't eat that. No, fasting is, 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 is not eating at all. Fasting is depriving your body of food or nourishment for a certain amount of time. You know, Jesus prayed and fasted for 40 days. Now, does that mean he didn't eat during that time at all? Oh, well, we don't know. He could, he could have not eaten at all. Uh, but that's the whole idea of fasting is depriving your body of food while you're spending that time in prayer, uh, praying, you know, periodically through the day while you're fasting, you know, uh, is, is a way that, that, that is typically used in prayer and fasting. So basically that's it. It's, it's an e- it's, it's, it's not easy but to, to do, but it's easy to figure out how to do it. You deprive your body of food, you know. Uh, I like to, well, you know. I like to 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 fast from the time I wake up in the morning till sundown. That's the way I fast most of the time. I have also fasted without eating for twenty four hours. I've even gone up, up to three days uh, without eating food uh, for fasts. So it's really up to you. You know, pray and ask the Lord how He would have you fast, and however the Lord puts it on your heart, you know. But but basically, the the minimum I would I would suggest is from the time you wake up in the morning uh, till the sun goes down, or five six o'clock, whatever. Uh, that's a good fast, uh, and use that time during the day uh, periodically to pray. Okay, so that's the question on fasting. Uh, let me see what's the next thing. Uh, okay, uh, how can I find your song? Uh, that you play on the broadcast. Uh, well, unfortunately, uh, that's the song I play. The theme song is a song. It's an old uh, Christian gypsy. It's an old Christian song in gypsy in the gypsy language uh, that we re-recorded specifically just for the theme song. Uh, but I have music uh, that if you email me uh, and give me your address. Uh, I can send you some of our Christian music in in the Gypsy language and also in English. I've got a couple of CDs uh, that, that I can send you. So uh, if you email me, it's Sammy N L A S A M M Y N is in Nancy L A uh, dot K K L A at gmail dot com. Uh, just give me your name and address, and I'll do my best to send you some uh, some Gypsy Christian music. Okay, uh, we lost a caller. <laughs> I'm so sorry, uh, but if you call back at 888-995-5552, uh, the caller had a question, and I want to uh, encourage you to call back with your question. Uh, call in with your prayer requests, with your questions. Number is 
five two. I'm going to deal with one more thing. Uh, Steph wants to know uh, how do you use a prayer cloth? Well, that's a good question because the Bible uh, doesn't encourage using the use of prayer cloth. The Bible never mentions a prayer cloth. Uh, the only time in the Bible, and this is the scripture that that, that that whenever you hear about a prayer cloth, this is what they go to. It's the book of Acts, and it is the 19th chapter and the 11th verse. And it says, God was performing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. So that handkerchiefs or aprons were even carried from his body to the sick, and the diseases left them, and the evil spirits went out. So people have taken this scripture and and have decided to use prayer cloths or pray over cloths and then use them uh, to heal the sick. Well, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible says that this was an extraordinary miracle by the hands of Paul. Uh, you know, Paul was God was using Paul to do miracles, extraordinary miracles, and he was using uh, handkerchiefs or aprons that were carried from his body to the sick. But the, the the Bible doesn't encourage, doesn't say that we should be doing this. The Bible says we pray for the sick, we pray for the sick as we do here at the Gypsy Christian Hour. So, uh, Scripture is not encouraging this, uh, and I don't agree. Using prayer cloths, I don't believe it's biblical. I believe it was used, or this was done at this particular time through Paul for the glory of God. It was a miracle, you know. And miracles happen when you pray, not when you use prayer cloths or try and use prayer cloths. Uh, prayer cloths are a gimmick that uh, people use. Well, send us in, send in your $100 or your $1,000 donation, and we'll send you this prayer cloth that we prayed over and God is going to use to heal the sick person. No, no, don't don't get involved in that. Don't use a prayer cloth. Use your faith. Place your faith in Jesus Christ. Put your faith in God and let and pray to him and ask him to heal the sick and he will. I just I, 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 I uh, read the scripture that when you seek him with all your heart, you will find him I will be found of you, declares the Lord. So the the, the righteous the, the, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much, James says. It's prayer. Prayer focused on Jesus. Prayer focused to God the Father. Prayer is what heals. God is the one who heals, and prayer is the way we ask him to heal. So don't you don't try and use don't use a prayer cloth. Don't put your faith in a prayer cloth. Uh, that's not what God wants you to do. God doesn't, the Bible doesn't promote it. You'll never find uh, the phrase prayer cloth. And this was something that was done uh, with Paul. And it wasn't a prayer cloth. It was uh, things that were taken off his body, like a handkerchief or an apron. Uh, so don't get involved in prayer cloths. Okay, we lost two callers now. I'm so sorry. Guys, call in. Call back. The number is 888-995-5552. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and we're here to pray. Even though it took us a while to, to do our uh, our Internet and email questions and prayers, uh, thank you for holding on. We're going to get to our phone calls right now, and we're going to talk to Pastor, it says Pastor Green. Hi, is this Pastor Green? 
Hello? Pastor Green? Are you there, sir? Hey, how you doing? Hi. Yes, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we, how can we help tonight? Um, I had a lot of prayer requests, but um, I'll get to the question right away. Um, I happen to be Afro-American, and um, and what I'm hearing a lot from a lot of Afro-Americans is this Afrocentric uh, philosophy and ideology going around, and they're 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 mixing it in with the Bible. They're even going as far as to say that Jesus is black. Uh, some of them will hand around to it and won't say it. Some of them straight out say, oh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I will even play with them, go, like, Jesus is black. Now, oh, you know he is. <laughs> and another thing is, oh, because, you know, Israel's in, in, in Africa. And, 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 you know, remember, he fled to Egypt. And they're just misinterpreting the scripture. So my bottom line is I think it's heretical. Is it that? Should I be taking it that serious? And is this something that we should be trying to address? Because it seems like nobody's addressing it. And wouldn't the Jewish people be offended that, you know, all these people are saying, yeah, oh, true people, Israelites are black people today? So yeah. is it just me getting worked over nothing, or do I got something? Well, <laughs> I won't say it's nothing, okay? But, you know, the Bible doesn't, um, doesn't recognize race. The Bible Thank only, you. The, only the, the Bible only recognizes one race, the human race. The human race. Now, yeah. if we're going to demonize uh, uh, African Americans for for uh, for uh, picturing Jesus as black, then we have to demonize Western Europeans for showing Jesus as white. Thank you. That's what I say. Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean, Western Amen. European, I mean, if you look at art, if you look at the art, if you look at uh, the, the way Jesus has been portrayed so many times, you know, I, I remember uh, Jeffrey Hunter uh, back in The Greatest uh, Story Ever Told. I mean, he was uh, white complected with blue eyes. Well, that's the furthest thing from the truth. Jesus was a man of color, but he was neither white, Caucasian, or black, you know, uh, uh you know, in, in, in his in his skin tone, he was dark complected because that was, you know, and and Israel isn't in Africa. Israel is in the Middle East. Middle East, thank you. You, you know, you have to you have to cross the Red Sea into Egypt before you're in Africa. Okay, it's a, it's it's not far. You know, they're pretty close, right. but technically, yeah. Israel is in the Middle East. So Jesus was Middle Eastern. And he was dark complexion. He could have been really, really dark. But man, what does it make the difference? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's for all humanity. The Bible says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world. And that includes that includes African Americans. That that includes Western Europeans. That that includes Asians and Polynesians. Whoever you whoever identifies whatever race they are, Jesus is right. Lord and God and Savior of all humanity. You know, so if you want to portray Jesus as black, go ahead and portray him as black. But don't make that the issue. You know what I mean? Because every culture right. identifies with Jesus as part of their culture. Whether you're Western European, uh, uh you know, white Caucasian and blue eyes or whether you're African American, you know, with, with with black skin, or you're Middle Eastern with brown skin, or you're uh, uh, Asian with uh, 
almond eyes. You know, every culture identifies Jesus. They identify with Jesus as their as as themselves, and that's okay. Yeah, and but that's don't make thing. that the issue. Don't say don't you have to see you have to see Jesus as black or you have to see Jesus as white because you don't you you know you, you all you have to do is see Jesus as Lord and Savior of the world. That's it. That's the point, man. And that's the point. <laughs> yes. So does that does that help, Pastor? How can you? You was preaching to the choir. I was just, you know, there's so many people that believe it makes you think you're wrong. But I, I'm hold to that to everything you said, 100 percent. So I'm just, it's just I'm alone here. You meet up with so many people, no. even people that's been no, you, right. You know, most, you know, most most pastors, so most much. most theologians, uh, I will say all theologians will will agree. That uh, Jesus was Middle Eastern and he was a man of color, of dark skin, but it doesn't make a difference. Does, does the, you know what, what did Dr. King say? Don't judge me by the color of my skin, but by the content of my character. You know, Jesus. He also said that black supremacy is just as bad as white supremacy. Oh, hundred percent. Oh my I, I goodness. That's exactly what you're doing now. Uh, blacks can be on, just you know, as racist. You know, blacks can be just as racist and, uh, as whites. And that's what they're doing. You know that's what they're doing now. If you ask me. Yeah, you know, we <laughs> we need to look beyond the skin color, you know, and look at a person's character and how they uh, conduct themselves. Uh, before we look at their uh, skin color because or race, I mean. God forbid that we that, that we would look judge a person's uh, character by their skin. Exactly. All right, brother. Okay, Pastor. Thanks for your call. Good, pray pray good for question. me tomorrow. I'll be preaching in two different places tomorrow. Well, Lord, I pray for Pastor Green right now, Father, that your Holy Spirit would fill him and give him the words that you want to convey to your people, Lord. Yes, Lord. Words of salvation, of love and grace and mercy, Lord. Words of yes, Lord. of sin and conviction, Lord, and there would be repentance. Mm-hmm. Father, that you would just use them for your purpose and your plan. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Well, you could put our our church on the list for when you need to refer people. We're down here in South Central, Preach to Reach Church. Preach to Reach Church. Okay, brother. God bless. Yes. All right, doctor. Bye. Well, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. If you're in need of prayer or if you have a question, you can call in at 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to pray, talk to BJ. Hi, BJ. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, Mr. Sammy. It's always exciting to talk to you. Um, I want to thank you for praying for the field trip for taking children to SoFi Stadium. We finally got that done, and the door is open for us at SoFi. Also, I need you to pray for my acting career. I've been getting auditions, and um, I need to start landing some acting jobs. I've, I've had um, several auditions for commercials, but I need to um, land one so I can have some finances, You know, because we've got to do more field trips. We've got to continue to do it. This is the 30th year uh, of the, I don't know if you ever heard the kids show, The Power Rangers, but I played on the number one kids show. I played the father of the Power Rangers. That's why I have the, the fan base, and that's why the organization is called the United Rangers of America. But uh, the program I have is called Operation American Dream. Oh, I have to tell you, I also, I marched with Dr. King. I'm so excited to hear your, your 
speak about him, but I marked him. He came to my school when I was a youth at Addison in um, Cleveland, Ohio, two times. So I got a chance to not just to meet him, but to also do a boycott with him. But I'm always honored to hear that name. That's why I call my, my program is called Operation American Dream, and it's designed to bring all races of children together. Amen. I pray for that. Pray for that. We have to bring all races of children together. That's when we're going to have this. And I love you talking about, I wish people would quit saying Jesus is any color, but focus on the spirit of Jesus. And to absorb that, if you have the spirit of Christ in you, race would not even matter. That's right. That's right. Well, let's pray. Father, I pray for BJ. Lord, that you would just continue to use him, Lord, to, to, to bless the children, Lord. Uh, I know that the children have such a special place in your heart because you called them to yourself and you encouraged us, Lord, to bring the children before you. So Lord, I just pray for VJ that you would just use every every way, every possible way, Lord, to just bless him especially in his acting career, Lord, that he would land not just one commercial, but many commercials. And, Lord, that he would just be, uh, that you just give him favor in the eyes of the casting directors, Lord, and uh, the people in charge of producing uh, TV shows or movies or whatever, Lord. I just pray that you would increase his uh, career as an actor, Lord, and that you would increase the finances of the nonprofit, Lord, for the kids. I just pray your grace, your mercy, your power, and your blessing, Lord. Father, that he would find blessings from unexpected places, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, Pastor Sammy. I'm always excited just to be on your program. Well, thank God bless everyone that's listening. Amen. Thank you, and God bless you. You have a good night. Again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and we're here to pray. We're here uh, to answer questions. So if you need prayer, you can call in at 888-995-5552. If you have a question, use that same number, 888-995-5552. Well, we've passed the bottom of the hour <laughs> quite a while ago, uh, but usually I take that time to let you know that we are a nonprofit. We are uh, listener-supported. So would you pray this week about supporting us uh, financially? Uh, you could send in your donations. And believe me, every dollar, whether you send a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, whatever you can afford, whatever you send in, every, it's used to keep us here at KKLA, keep us on the air. Uh, you can make your check or money order out to GCH Ministries. That's GCH Ministries. And you can send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Again, please pray this week. We really need your help to pay the bills, to, to keep us here at KKLA. Uh, and again, whether you send in a, a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, fifty dollars, there are no small donations. Whatever you can send in really helps, you know. And it's humbling to see, uh, you know, when people when people send in. It's humbling. So if you think that if you feel that this program is a blessing and the Lord is using it, we'd be honored for you to to support us. Again, you can send your check or money order into GCH. That's the Gypsy Christian Hour. GCH Ministries, PO Box nine three nine one seven. Pasadena, California, 
and the zip code is 91109. Okay. Well, um, this week, you know, well, today is Super Bowl Sunday, of course. And I'm sure you guys have, like a lot of guys have plans for Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, but make sure it doesn't interfere with your church attendance. Um, but uh, this week is also Valentine's Day. And I was thinking about this, you know, uh, what do you think she wants for Valentine's Day? What do you think your wife, your girlfriend wants for for Valentine's Day? And uh, guys, this is a message for you. You know, ladies, not so much, but this is a message for the men. What do you think she wants for Valentine's Day? What do you think? she needs or wants from you for Valentine's Day. Flowers, of course, candy, a new fill-in-the-blank. What do you think? What are you going to get her for Valentine's Day? What are you going to do for her for Valentine's Day? Well, I'll tell you what the Bible teaches. What a woman needs from her husband. She needs... You to be a man of God. What is it that a woman really needs from her man? She needs you to be a man of God. A man led by and filled with the Holy Spirit. What a woman really wants and needs from a man is safety and security. And only a real man of God can make her experience the safety and security that comes from the Lord. The comfort and the peace realized when a man gives his wife these gifts are immeasurable. Do you hear that? It's immeasurable because it's what she really needs and wants. She wants to feel safe and secure in her relationship with you. This is what a godly woman really wants and needs from a godly man. And how do I know this? Well, let's look at Scripture. Ephesians five twenty-five through 28 says, Husbands, love your, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her, so that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. Look at the phrase, husbands love your wives. Love your, the phrase love your wife elevated women to a new and unknown, at that time, height. You know, wives at that time were disposable. A man could divorce his wife at any time by simply giving her written notice. You know, if she burned dinner, she's subject to divorce. If she used too much salt in the dinner, subject to divorce. All this, these, just these two simple things, the simplest of things were cause for divorce. You know, you could write a letter of divorce and hand it to your wife and it's done. That's it. But husbands, love your wives 
just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her. It shows a relationship of oneness. It shows a relationship of surrender. It shows a relationship of sacrifice. These are the qualities that God has called us as men and as husbands to have towards our wives. First Peter 3, 7-9 You husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way, as with someone weaker, since she is a woman, and show her honor as a fellow heir of grace of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. To sum it all up, all of you be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving blessing instead. For you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. You know, for the first time during this time, 2,000 years ago, men, women are on equal ground with men. Women are considered just as valuable as men. And that was unheard of at the time. Christianity uh, uh, raised women up from a place that they had been lowered down. You know, think about Adam and Eve. You know, God didn't take a, a, a bone from Adam's head. He didn't take a bone from Adam's foot. He didn't put women above or below men. He put women equal with men when he took a rib from his midsection. So the place of women had been lowered at this time. But now God is raising up and saying, women are just as valuable as men. Men, husbands, value your wives. Take care of your wives. Love your wives. If you really want to give your wife a gift on Valentine's Day, yeah, don't forget the flowers. Don't forget the candy or whatever you think might make her happy, what she would like to receive materially. But even more important than the flowers, it's the man that you are, the man in Christ. The man you are in Christ. And in Christ... It means you're a new man. Second Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. That means you're in Christ, and he is in you. You're a new creation. You're not the man, the old man of the world that you used to be, but a new man in Jesus Christ, a man who loves and cherishes and treats with respect the woman whom God has placed in his life. That's right. God has placed this woman in your life, so you can blame it all on him. It's his fault. No. He's appointed and ordained your marriage. He's appointed and ordained your relationship with the woman he placed in your life. He's blessed you with a helpmate, a partner, 
You know, God said in Genesis, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. So the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs, remember his midsection, closed up the flesh at that place. The Lord God fashioned the woman from the rib which he had taken from Adam and brought her to the man. And the man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and join his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked, and they were not ashamed. A man will leave and cleave. This is God's plan for us. And think about this. God said that he'll leave his mother and father when there were no mothers and fathers. God mentioned mothers and fathers when there were none on the earth. He had just created Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve didn't have an earthly mother and father. And yet God told him, this is the pattern. This is what's going to happen. A man will leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife, and they shall be one. They shall be one. So when Paul says, husband, love your wives, there's a much deeper meaning than we sometimes realize. It means, man, step up and be a man. Guys, step up and be men. Be men of God. Be men that that that, that God can be proud of. And, and, and your wife is going to be proud of. And your wife is going to uh, uh, respect you for it. And she's going to admire you for it. Give her what the Bible, what the Word of God says she really needs and craves. Your love, faithfulness, devotion, respect, and appreciation. These are the emotions or the feelings that's going to allow her to feel safe and secure in your relationship of oneness. So if you're smart, don't forget the flowers, don't forget the candy, but give her the safety and the security that she needs, wants, and craves. So everybody, have a happy and blessed Valentine's Day. Amen. Now I talked about being a man of God. What if you're not a man of God? What if you haven't been a man of God? What if you haven't received Christ yet in your in your life, in your heart? What if you've never received him at all as Lord and Savior? Well, I invite you to to become a man of God. You want to live in harmony and, 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 and in oneness with your wife? Then receive Christ and, and receive him as Lord and Savior. Repent of your sin. You know, we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We all need salvation. You know, nobody's better than anybody else. We're all the same. We're sinners. But the difference is, are you a sinner saved by grace? Well, if you're not and you want to be, then just pray this prayer with me and really mean it from your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God and that you're the Savior of the world, that you died on the cross and shed your blood to pay the price for my sins. 
So I ask you now to forgive me of all my sins and make me a new man. Come and live in my heart. Holy Spirit, fill me and make me born again that I would be a new creation, a new man, living a new life in you. I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for receiving me. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. In your precious name I pray. Amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer, then you've just received the greatest gift. You've received eternal life. You've received salvation. So I encourage you to nourish the what you just did. I encourage you to start praying. Start praying to, to Jesus. Start reading his word. Read about him. Get to know him through his word. Get to know him through the Bible. If you don't have a Bible, then just email me and I'll send you one. You can email me at sammynla.kkla at gmail.com. Email me with your prayers. Email me with your requests for a church. Email me for your requests for a CD, a Bible. But you just started the first day of the rest of your life in eternity with Jesus Christ. Well, God bless you. I thank you guys. I thank everybody for listening in tonight, for calling in tonight. I want to talk to Katie, or Kate, Carol, and then Ed. Uh, I'll get to all of your questions or your prayer requests after we sign off. Just keep holding on. Don't hang up. I'll be here for, I'll be in studio for a while taking calls. So God bless you. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Happy Lord's Day. Pray for us. Support us. And by God's grace, we'll be back with you next Saturday night at midnight. Gentle Chime Costume in the Bless. God bless you and good night. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.